Hello and welcome everyone to the show. We are excited to start this episode and happy to be back with you all. Welcome to the Third Life Crisis podcast. My name is John Michael and I'm here with the team Cassie and Austin. Welcome guys. How are y'all doing? Hello. Hello. Today is Wednesday, March 24th. And before we get into the episode, I just want to remind everyone listening to check us on the different socials we have. You can search at 3RD Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and see what we are doing there. Uh, also, the next live show is just around the corner. If you want to listen to us live, make sure to download the Podbean app and follow Third Life Crisis Podcast through there. Alrighty, now that we got the hellos out of the way, how are y'all doing today? No, we already got the hellos out of the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going. The week's flying by, so I'm like, how is tomorrow Thursday? Urgh. But other than that, I feel like that's me every day. The week flying by is usually a good thing, I would think. It's not when you have so much to do and deadlines. <laughs> Jessie's so busy. Mm. How does she find time to record? I don't. <laughs> we only have her for the next two minutes. <laughs> the rest of my life suffers. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll start with, with this. Austin, you had told me you're not feeling well this evening. What's what's going on? Under the weather? Yeah, I got my second COVID dose on Tuesday, the 22nd, and felt fine like that day. My arm was just like a little sore that night, and then I woke up in the middle of the night into Wednesday, and I was hot and sore, like my body was aching, but I just chalked it up to the blanket I had was too warm, and with my arm being sore, I couldn't sleep on my right side like I usually do. But then when I in yes, you know, today this morning uh when I finally woke up, my body was still sore and then I had like a small headache and some lightheadedness. So it's been like that for most of the day and then around lunchtime my headache started to increase and I also started running like a low fever. So it's been like that off and on since then. But just took a shower and I feel okay right now. So hopefully by tomorrow morning, I'll be back to 100%. I feel like you didn't get it as bad as I did. I felt pretty crappy after my second shot that night. And then the whole day, I didn't feel well. And it sounds like you've hung in there. You did have a slight fever earlier. But other than that, and unless you're just hiding it really well, you seem fine. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel the fever or sickness really hit until this afternoon after lunch where I felt the headache coming a little stronger and then I could feel like my head getting hot (laughs) and then in the evening my eyeballs were starting to get a little warm but that went away and you gave me like Motrin and I've again I don't feel 100% but I'm not like down or anything everything still feels fine my arm is the only thing that's like still about the same level of soreness but that's about it hopefully tomorrow the rest of my body will be fine and then by the weekend my arm will be back to normal and you guys got uh moderna yes but cassie too yes okay so just told me like the moderna folk people 
were having more symptoms after. And we had Pfizer, and other than a sore arm, I was fine. Just didn't have anything. But, I mean, at least you're... Yeah, you don't seem as bad as Cassie was, I guess. Cassie, you were on the bed, right? Like, on your back, couldn't move. I was down for the count. I had the wor- The headache was worse than the fever. It hurt to walk, so I had, like, the worst headache. I had back pain, a fever... And then, of course, when you take medicine and cover yourself because you have the chills, you start to sweat it out. So I was just like feverish, chilly, and then sweat it out. And then that cycle just continued for the whole day. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I guess we can go into this next one. COVID-19 deaths. What what was this about? I will say I am glad I got the shot, (laughs) you know, got my second dose and I'm done with it versus not getting it and being at risk. So... I think it was worth it. Yeah, I agree. Now we just have to wait. Well, for me, I just have to wait a couple of weeks before I'm 100% with the vaccine. But this link from Yahoo about COVID deaths was just explaining that they did a recent poll and one in four Americans say someone close to them has died from COVID-19. Oh, is that true for our little trio? I guess you're... Uh, your uncle passed it. Was it from COVID? Yeah. Or, you know, COVID-related stuff, but yeah. Yeah. So that's one in four. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't, I didn't have any family members, but we did have a close friend who lost uh, their mom. Yeah, for... I mean, the numbers are the numbers are close when it comes to... Do you know someone who's been infected by COVID when you look at white Americans, black Americans, and Hispanic Americans? But then when you look at do you know someone who's been hospitalized for complications? Uh, the numbers are way higher when it comes to black and Hispanic Americans. And then when the question was, do you know someone who's died due to complications? The number is high for Hispanic Americans and then in the middle for black Americans and then lower for white Americans. But if you take all the numbers, it comes out to around one in four knowing someone that has passed from covid yeah, this thing spread like wildfire. Like it was from when once the first story I heard was I think that that ship or that cruise liner, I guess on the northeast somewhere. I think that's what it was. And the next thing you know, someone it was here in town in the North Star Mall. And then, you know, thousands per day. It was crazy. All right. Enough of that down stuff. I'm glad you're not as bad as Cassie. And hopefully uh, you get, you can get better sooner rather than later for we can get ready for Disney. Yeah. All right, what's our next topic? Let's get a Cassie topic in here. Did you put did you put any of these in here, Cass? I don't think so. I think you usually pick by topics when they're on here. You're like, hmm, what's this about? And it's usually my topic. Um, but I'm I'm okay with <laughs> picking the next topic if y'all are okay with that. Let's do it. Okay. I would love to know of the doesn't like getting wet. Oh, that was a couple of weeks ago when I put this on here, but it had to do with Juliet and taking baths or her taking baths. For some reason, she does not she does not like water in her hair. And so, like, I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. It was it was one night where we where we were going to record and I had given her a bath that evening. So I just wanted to share my frustrations with that. You know? Is that like a recent thing or just it's always been that way? No, it, it was recent. Just thinks it's because when I give her a bath, 
I get a cup of water to, you know, wash her down and I kind of just throw it on her, on her head and it just, you know, it goes all over her face and she used to be good with it, but I guess now she's becoming more aware and she doesn't like it. And Jess, when Jess used to do it, Jess, waterboarding her, (laughs) waterboarding, no, Um, (laughs) but I'm I'm in there trying to, I'm, I'm in there trying to get, get it done, you know, and I think Jess likes to play with her and the toys and. You know, yeah, it's bath time. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, she's going through this stage right now where she just doesn't like water over her head. Jess is kind of making that better now. She'll do it slowly and whatever, you know, how she's supposed to do it, I guess. And I kind of messed that up, but I just wanted to share that. It was very frustrating because it's in the bath, so I'm trying to hold her. And whenever the I, she sees me get the cup of water, she starts to run towards me, so I can't put the water over her head or her back even because it, it by the time i do she's arms out holding me and i get all wet but i just wanted to share that frustrating part of being a parent right now we used to tell the, my nieces to look at the birdies and look up and then put their head while they're looking up you know not just splash it all over their eyes well no like we do i we both try to do that and she doesn't she knows there's no birds in the bath so then i try to put my hand up or we get like a toy and nope you don't fall for that Mm -mm. nope but yeah that was that doesn't like getting wet water in the face too many times john (laughs) yeah Yeah. i get it all right i'll pick the next one here what is this uh cinnamon toast crunch shrimp have y'all heard of this yet or no (laughs) no (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) In for a ride here. (laughs) This guy who I guess has his own podcast and is also married to Topanga from Boy Meets World. Fun fact. He was eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch and he poured it like a bowl for himself. And he noticed a few of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch weren't in the square. And it looked like they were in like a shrimp tail. Like, you know, what a shrimp tail looks like. (laughs) And so he took a picture and he messed like tweeted it out of like what's going on here at cinnamon toast crunch. And so they messaged back, you know, read the lot number, what box is it, blah, 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 so that we can track it down. But this wouldn't have been done in like our facility because we don't do anything with fish, obviously. Uh, But they also kind of blew him off. So he, Dan included a tag to General Mills, which is, I guess, the parent company for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And more people started, like, chiming in, uh, saying, this is real, this is fake. And so he's on there saying, it's not fake. Like, I, he's like, I can't even eat anything anymore. He's starving now because it just reminds him of it. He has, like, post-traumatic stress disorder from, like, oh. having this in his food. And his wife, again, Topanga, he mentions has a stronger stomach than him actually went through the box and found what looked like maybe rat droppings coated in cinnamon toast crunch. Like, yeah. You know. And so anyways, the internet's going in back and forth. Twitter's going back and forth. I think in the end he sent it off to a lab to be tested. It's just a thing. I brought this up cause I was going to say what crazy thing can we find in our food to try to make our podcast get big. <laughs> oh we're going that route huh? we're that desperate for listeners <laughs> i don't eat that many interesting things but whatever you eat i can sneak some rat droppings in there and you'd be fine with it a lot of what i eat comes out of a can so 
unless it's already in there. Which it, legally it can be. Yeah, I guess so. That's crazy. I have never experienced that, like eating a product and something is in it that shouldn't be. Have y'all? Uh, I mean, I've been to restaurants and like one time there was like a roach in my tea. That's gross. <laughs> Um, luckily I hadn't drank from it So that was like a plus <laughs> Which restaurant was this? Do you know the taqueria place By my parents house? Across from the Sam's? Yes That one? Yeah Dude my family loves going to that place We used to love going there Everyone loves going there We don't go there anymore I don't like it But everyone and their mother That I know It's like a When someone comes in from out of town Let's go to this place Like I don't understand why <laughs> Right we used to go there all the time too, and then obviously we stopped. But and I mean, this was years ago. I don't know if it's the same management or whatever. So that was a thing. <laughs> Cassie, any uh, roaches in your I food? I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I um, one time in high school, the girls and I jumped into Jessica's little baby car, and left campus for lunch, which was like not a thing. You couldn't do that. Well, you weren't supposed to do that, right? So we were like, let's go. And we went and got tacos down the street. You know, Somerset's not that big. So it's not like we were (laughs) driving miles and miles away. But (laughs) and so by the time they got all of I think by the time they got all the tacos out, like we had to eat them in the car to get to class on time. Right. So we're rushing back and I bit into a bean and cheese taco and I felt like a lump in my mouth. So oh, then no. I took it out and it was a beetle and I was like, what the, and it was just like so <laughs> disgusting. So we went back and they were like, well, can I see it? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Can I see it? Why would I make that up? Right? Like, why would I just, and so I showed it to them and they're like, oh yeah, because this cheese melted into their legs. I was like, oh, oh yep, that was our beetle. I didn't crunch. <laughs> I didn't crunch it, but it wasn't like I had just placed it in there. <laughs> Luckily, I hadn't crunched That's... it, but it was in my mouth, which was gross. So what did, I mean, did you gag? Like, it was a, dis- like, how disgusted yeah. were you? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty gross. To- I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like, you can't, there wasn't a taste to it, but just knowing and the disgust that you, you feel and just feeling it on your tongue and the mouthfeel <laughs> of it is, oh, not very pleasant, I will say. Did you have a PTSD from that for a bit? I did because then, you know, like when you eat a bean and cheese taco and sometimes there's whole beans in there and you're like, oh, is that an actual bean or is that another beetle? You know, you don't want to crunch that bad boy and it'd be the beetle. (laughs) Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Never experienced anything like that, which I guess is a good thing. And, And just to go back to the cinnamon toast crunch, it was shrimp tails just... Like, how does that even happen? <laughs> That's why you have people on the other side against him saying this is fake. He's just trying to get views. This isn't real. Because mm. obviously, like, why would why would uh, a factory producing Cinnamon Toast Crunch have anything but Cinnamon Toast Crunch? It's not like they double and use a factory to make seafood or something. Shrimp like cocktails. Mm. Right, right, right. But if you look at it, it looks... It looks like a uh, shrimp tail. And then you have other people, again, also going against the person saying, it's very simple. Like, you could 
throw that into like water or something and if it dissolves and it's just straight sugar well then it was just shaped like that like because that's what cinnamon toast crunch said they're like sometimes it doesn't come out like a perfect square a lot of of the cinnamon and the sugar get you know crunched together and it gets cooked that way and it comes out looking like that most of the time obviously it's a square but sometimes it, it is not or like for the smaller pieces when people were saying those were like rat droppings coated in the cinnamon crunch stuff they're like that's just broken up pieces of the cinnamon toast square mm. so i don't know i think the last thing i read was they're getting it sent to some lab to be tested i do see on twitter right now that bob's burgers tweeted out a picture of um the shrimp with the balloon do you remember that episode and it's right says, yeah. i made it rain cinnamon toast crunch what did you ever do <laughs> yes yes there's so many good like memes and tweets coming from this Gross. Uh, Austin, why don't you pick the next one here? All right. So Cassie and I have recently started a new series on Netflix called Marriage or Mortgage. Have you seen this or heard about this, John? No, I have not. So it's a new series. In each episode, the hosts are one is a realtor and one is a wedding planner. And they compete with a couple. And it's a different couple every episode. And... They're trying to win because one couple wants a wedding more than a, the, than a new house and the other person wants a new house more than a wedding. And so the whole show, each episode, is just the realtor showing them different houses in their price range and you know what they can afford. And then the wedding planner showing them different venues, vendors, vendors you know, different things where they can pull off a wedding in their price range. And then at the end, you know, they pick... If they're going to do a house or wedding, similar to love it or list it on HGTV, where do they love the house or they list a house or a bunch of other shows. Anyways, we started watching it and it's good. The, I think the people they got like the different couples, we've only seen three episodes so far. The different couples so far in the series have been interesting and the first episode is very tame compared to the next two. But the tactics that these that this realtor and wedding planner use like caught at least me off guard. I think Cassie too. I don't know what you think. Mm-hmm. What are the tactics? So they obviously you see like a lot of these kind of reality shows that will um, have these people who are sharing personal information or heartfelt stories or life events that happen to them and these two ladies who are trying to compete for the business use that in their like you said tactics when showing a house or when doing um like showing different vendors and so if it's like a parent who's passed away they'll do something to that extent where it brings them a lot i feel like a lot of emotional not trauma, but it just kind of brings that all out. And then they're doing that. They're both doing that, right? So the couple will go with one person, either the realtor or the the wedding planner, and have this emotional break and then go with the other one. And the other one will try to do something similar. So it's like, you're just making these people cry and upset just to do a wedding or a house when, I don't know, to me, I was like, well, those are kind of, I just feel like there was only so much crying you can do on a show to where it's like, 
why are they doing this to them? Not that they're faking it, but it's just like having to go through that was my view. It feels to me almost more like they're torturing these couples rather than helping them find a house or uh, plan a wedding. Another example is one couple wanted to adopt. And so when they went to visit one of the houses they were showing, the realtor staged one of the rooms that said, welcome to your forever home. And it had like all this stuff set up for an adopted child. (laughs) And they do stuff like that. And then on the wedding planner side, I think one of the women who was going to get married had lost her father in a fire. So they, they presented her, I've already forgot what it was, but some kind of like keepsake and was like, this is what your father would have wanted. It's like, okay, you don't even know this person. Like they're pulling on the, on the heartstrings. Yeah. I get what you're trying to do, but like, you don't even know this person. And it's, it's not supposed to be that type of show, right? Like it's supposed to be more uplifting, I think like, a, and it, it has those elements of sadness in them where I'm like, okay, I get it. You're, you're trying to make a show. You're trying to win them over. But then the other person does it. And it's like, how much can a couple really take? <laughs> you know? Like, is that really all necessary? I do like that they do help the couples by, like, offering them free things or discounted things. I think that's pretty cool that you won't usually get when you're looking for a house or shopping for wedding venues. Well, I think that's the whole give and take of the show, right? These couples probably come on... And they either tell them or they don't tell them, like, hey, <laughs> we're going to torture you by whatever you tell us, your deepest, darkest secret or fear, whatever makes you sad, we're going to use it against you. Stick or, a knife yeah. in there. <laughs> but hey, if you choose me, you know that uh, buffet you wanted that was $2,000, I'll get it for you for free at the end of the show. Or, hey, that's brand new house that you love, but they didn't come with appliances. I already worked it out with the guy. All the appliances will be in the house for you for free. It's like, Again, not going through the actual emotional turmoil of it. I was like, oh, that's a win-win then. <laughs> but like just being the the person who like daughter, her father died in a fire or the couple who wanted to adopt or were trying to have a kid. It's just like I feel like they're doing too much. But in the end, it, whichever one they go with, they always seem to get a little extra for free. So, I mean, there's that. And this came out uh, recently? Like it's new? I think so. I, I want to say it was in the top 10 results when I was searching or when I was going through Netflix like two weeks ago or no, a week and a half ago maybe. Okay, that sounds fairly new. It sounds a little depressing. And it's not supposed to be, right? Like it's supposed to be fun. Like, oh my gosh, I don't like this in the house or we really need this in the house or I love this flavor of cake and look at all of these awesome different table setups you could do for your wedding like it's supposed to be fun and and then they have those elements where it's like i want to show you something and then this person just breaks down where it's like was that really necessary you know yeah and they're basically making a decision because they're investing a large sum of money to either buy a house or have a wedding and obviously you know the realtor is like this is a good investment and the wedding planner tells them this is your big day and your family and celebrating your union and things like that where it's like they have to make that decision okay let me ask you this cassie do you like it and would you keep watching it assuming there's more episodes 
we do we we've gone through after after the second one i was like oh and we we had a discussion about it and then i was like you want to watch another one and i was like sure <laughs> <laughs> and again they did it again where i was like i think i would keep watching it just because it's interesting to see the different types of weddings the different types of houses right like i think not for so, the depression part not for the sure the heartstring part yeah well, no, now I want to see how they're going to keep playing these people. Like how, I mean, the more episodes we get into it, I'm sure it's going to, you know, it's going to ratchet up to, I don't, I don't even know what they're going to do. I'm sure it's going to get even more crazy. Like the last episode probably is the ultimate. The last episode is going to, they're going to use that Tupac technology. They're going to be like, we recreated your entire family that passed away and now they're all holograms and they're going to be at your wedding dancing next to you. It's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> that, uh... Tony Stark did that on Marvel. What was, which one was that one? It was an, it was an Iron Man 2 where he's showing it off at MIT. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't, I just don't know. But it's, I mean, I, I like the show. Yeah, well, that doesn't sound that interesting to me. I probably wouldn't watch it, but maybe Jess will. Or maybe, you know, another listener has already. You know. If you had to choose between having a wedding or a house, which would you pick? Uh, I mean, straight up, I'd probably pick a house. It's so difficult because we have both, you know, like if I, if you had to give one up, I guess would be an easier. I try putting myself in, in the position like before Jess and I were married. I think it, it, you have to have a discussion, right? But I think Jess would pick a house too. I mean, after watching this, the way they play the couples and the way they showcase everything, I think it's shocking when they, when the couple picks marriage instead of the mortgage. So you would pick a house as well. Is that what you're saying? If Cassie and I were playing this game, yeah. Cassie, do you concur? I don't know. I It's difficult. Again, <laughs> it's hard because you already went through your wedding. You already have your house where it's like, oh, yeah, that seems reasonable. But if at the time you had to tell Jessica, like, you cannot have a wedding. We are not having a big party. We're just going to go get married at the, the courthouse and buy a house. Would you have done it? You know? So, like, these people can't get married at all oh no they can they're just choosing between having their dream wedding where they're spending all this money or having their house oh they still get married give me the house and we'll save up for a wedding then it comes to the thing where it's like are you getting husband and wife privileges without being married what you know how does that work like like whose name goes on the deed of the house well that and like you know Wife privileges of like cooking and cleaning and, you know, husband privileges well, of going out and cutting the grass and taking out garbage where it's like, well, we're not. Have actually... these couples been together for a while? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm so confused with what you're saying. <laughs> where it's like you're you're moving in and you're making a big commitment, but you're not married, you know, and that's one of the things they still want to do. John's saying don't get married. You just well, that's what I'm wait. asking. Like, have these have these people been together for a while, or are they yeah. like a year together, never lived together, and then they buy a house, and then they realize they don't want to get married or something? No, they've been together. I feel like I mean, there shouldn't be no problem then. Right. I mean, I guess I didn't take it the way Cassie did. I took it as they already living their lives and and already have that routine of is the, yeah, is the wife the one that's cooking? And then the husband's 
cutting the grass, like Cassie said. I didn't. I didn't think this was gonna blindside somebody. Of like, <laughs> we we have a house, but I'm gonna do my part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying having to wait an ex- however long it took him to save up that money, right? Sure. Well, again, that's why I would go with the mortgage because, again, knowing the show, these people walk in, they're like, we have thirty thousand dollars to spend on a wedding, and the realtors able or not the realtor, the wedding planner is able to get them everything they want at their budget and get something, something for free that would have cost $2,000 more. It's like, okay, that's $2,000 more. Or, you know, that you were saving and you stayed within budget. But then the house, they come in and they're like, we have $300,000 for a house. And the realtor is able to get them like fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 off where it's like, you're getting more money. If you go for the mortgage, you're getting more bang for your buck. If you would just do mortgage rather than the marriage option i gotta watch the show now i wasn't gonna do it but now i'm gonna do it i don't know i think it would be i feel like it's easy for y'all to decide house i think it'd be really difficult for me well that's what i said i mean i don't want to speak for jess but i assume she would want the house i'll ask her like thinking back on your wedding right today's our anniversary would you make that all go away you know just (laughs) for the house again i think it's hard because we had both true Happy anniversary, by the way. Thank Sup. you. Just kidding. Two Thanks. two years? Feels like two decades. Three years. I'm just kidding. <laughs> John, we got married the same year, so oh, yeah. you should know this. Oh, I mean, it just, 2020 just seems like it didn't happen. I mean, obviously it happened with the pandemic, but it's like a wash in my mind. Like, that's why sometimes I feel like 2018 wasn't that long ago. Cool. Three years. How do y'all feel? All right. <laughs> I feel fine. Cassie? Am I supposed to say? Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Do we do we know how you feel based off last week's gripe? You're you're up to here with it. No, I will say people did come after me for those target comments. For real? <laughs> well, don't bad math target. Apparently, we went to Target yesterday to just digest. We went out to eat and then we went to Target. Walked out of there. After spending $150, like, dumb. <laughs> and Jess was like, this is normal. I was like, what? <laughs> Juliet picked out, like, two toys. Like, what the heck? Aww. Nice. I bought an Uno game. I bought that Uno attack. To don't need it. Just bought it. I see you didn't buy the uh, escape room. Oh, no. Yeah, so I guess a little, just a little backstory. We did an escape room for the first time together. Austin, Cassie, Jess, and I. It was the greatest thing ever. Like, surprise after surprise. It was really fun. We lost. Uh, we lost in the time frame, but they gave us extra time, and then we got it. Right? We still beat it. Yeah. The the one aspect that put us over was there was an actual physical aspect of us having to, like, shoot something out of board to knock the key down to then try to get the key to unlock it. And it was just by, like, luck. The thing wasn't hitting, so, you know, the key wasn't falling down. Not gonna lie. I think it was my fault. I looked on that page and I didn't see anything. But then when someone else looked on the page, it was there. <laughs> oh, that sounds right. That was one of the rooms. So like we started in this room, which was like a living room, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was this wardrobe on the wall that ended up being a secret door into another room. And then that room, I already forgot what that room looked like. But then there was a third room somewhere and all that. I don't know. The second room had a lot of puzzles, like a lot. Yeah, I did. I did just watch a video 
that showed how or tips how to beat an escape room i should have sent it to y'all i i swear google must be like picking up my voice because austin said escape room and was like saying it out loud and talking and sure enough a video popped up of like tips how to beat escape room and what you're looking for and the different types of puzzles and i watched (laughs) it it was good i was like oh these are great tips it was excellent but you're ready for the next escape room well, anyway, so we did that when we visit we visited y'all a couple years ago, and then that night I think we went and bought an escape room board game, and that in itself had like three or four different game uh, rooms in it, I guess, or scenarios, and that was fun too. Yeah, that was fun. Like t- it, it was to the point where we had to dial a phone number, <laughs> and it freaked all of us out. But yeah. Um, I think so we did I think it came with four scenarios in that game and we did two or three of them and then I went back to look for it and I don't think I have that anymore whatever that last one is that we never did but I found that other one at Target Escape Room 3 we didn't even play two so we gotta try that again it's fun but you can only play them once so it's like oh then what do you do you know yeah but still it was fun I mean it took up the whole evening yeah we gotta do that again I don't even know. I don't even know if they're doing that with COVID. I mean, they have those virtual escape rooms now. Oh, that's right. That seems silly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're gonna start opening up more stuff as people get vaccinated. I already told Cassie she's ready to go back to the theater. Oh, they're opening again. I, they've been open. I mean, okay, you're right. You're just ready to go back now. You got your vaccine. Correct. There are a couple of movies that I wouldn't mind watching. Like uh, Godzilla? Godzilla, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, Mortal Kombat when it comes out, Black Widow. And are some of those going on HBO Max? Yeah. But you'd still see them in theater? I mean, for Godzilla and King Kong, it's. I feel like you need to, right? They're massive <laughs> creatures. <laughs> for Mortal Kombat, I think it'd just be cool to see it. On the big screen. I don't mind watching any of those at home, personally. I know I know they'll be badass, but, you know. Oh, no, yeah. I don't think... Those aren't going to get me out to the theater, but I wouldn't mind seeing those in the theater. I think where... I think the ones that are going to get me out to the theater are probably going to be, like, Black Widow and... I'm just going to throw in Cruella, even though I don't know if we're going to watch it. But definitely Black Widow, because... When that comes out on Disney Plus, that's thirty dollars. We could go to the theater for less than thirty dollars, mm-hmm. so you know, and it's thirty dollars, and it's not like you keep it or it's like it's there or anything. Like, which movie? Uh, Black Widow. Oh. Raya too. And Raya, yeah. So that's when I would go to the theater right now because I don't want to pay thirty dollars to see it now. I would just go to the theater. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, for the HBO Max ones, yeah, I watched those on HBO Max, but you saw recently they re-upped their deal to where the movies in 2022 are coming out in theaters. They're not coming out on HBO Max. Yeah, it was, I figured it was going to last, but it's cool that we have it through 2021. Yeah, I mean, it, it has Godzilla, Mortal Kombat. I feel like I'm missing a big one. The Matrix. Matrix. Uh, John Wick, which they, which they just started shooting. Not to get off topic, but I feel like wasn't Netflix supposed to have like all these movies once a week? They do. Mm, 
It was like this, uh, like a trailer of a new movie, but I haven't seen a one movie on Netflix. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, every week there's been a new movie on Netflix. None of them are good. <laughs> that I've seen. Uh, let's see. The Conjuring. Oh, the yeah, Devil Conjuring. Made Me Do It. Comes out on June 4th. In the Heights, June 11th. Space Jam, A New Legacy, July 16th. Can you sing that song for me? <laughs> <laughs> the Suicide Squad, August 6th. That Suicide Squad looks a little silly, but I'll watch it. It's going to be completely different. Oh, Dune, October 1st. That one needs to be seen in theaters. That's one I would definitely see in theaters, even though I have HBO Max. I feel like they showed the preview for that a while back, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, all these movies have been pushed back. It's not like... Yeah, yeah Black Widow was ready a year ago. Um, like, it's been ready already. It's been, it's been done. And then December 22nd, the Untitled Matrix movie. Dude, did you know... Did I say this to you already? But... The uh, what what was the name of the directors of the Matrix? The Wachowski brothers. Yeah, they're sisters now. Did I talk? Yeah. Did we talk about this? Uh, probably not, because they've been like that for a while. Really? Yeah, that's that's like they, they just had a sex change. Yeah, that's a that's old news. That's they've been oh. like that for years. Well, I had to look it up because. I saw like from the Wachowski sisters or whatever their names is. I googled it. I was like, wasn't it brothers? And I had to read up on it. I didn't know that was old news, but that blew my mind. Yeah, I feel like it was only a few years after the Matrix trilogy came out that they decided to change. I don't know. I guess time's weird. I I feel like it's been so long. Maybe it hasn't. But yeah, I've known them as the sisters now for a while. Mm. All right. All right. Where are we moving to next? There was a wine fiasco that I wanted to hear about, but you never said anything. Yeah, so uh, this fiasco was with Jess. And so we have a wine membership in Fredericksburg with a winery over there. And every three months, they pick out some wines for us and we go pick it up or they will mail it to us. And as members, we get a free glass of wine per day each so we can get two glasses of wine if we're in the area. So anyway, she, uh, we're driving home one night, I think from HEB or something, and she checks her email on her phone and she tells me, uh, I think it was a, it was from the winery. It's called uh, Grape Creek, Grape Creek, and it was here's a receipt for your two free glasses or something. And oh. Jess was like, oh, I guess like one of our friends used it or something. And it just so happened Amanda, Jessica's younger sister, had a friend out there. So we're like, maybe she used it, whatever. So she asked her and it wasn't her. So then Jess is, you know, kind of freaking out. Like if they can get our free glasses of wine, what, what's going to stop them from getting our free bottles of wine? Or not free, but our paid bottles of wine. So she calls. It was late. So she left a voicemail. And so for the next couple hours until the next day, we're just thinking, you know, like, well, what could have happened? Is there identity theft? Something. And it turns out they called back and they left a voicemail saying Jessica Gomez is a common name. And in the system, they just marked the wrong Jessica Gomez for the free wine tasting. And they were like, rest, rest assured, we ID when, when we uh, pick, when we release the wine bottles. So we would have never released your bottles, you know, something like that. But yeah, so that was, that was a fiasco for, uh, for there's a good 12 hours in there where we thought Jessica's identity was stolen or something. Hmm. How's the wine? <laughs> Oh, the wine's good, you know, 
just every time. So it's every three months we get three bottles of wine and it just like, I would like to have a little collection, you know, but no, by like whenever the next three months is coming up and it's time to pick up wine, just wants to go through those bottles. So we just drink bottles of wine. Y'all already thirsty by then. Yeah, I guess. But in my mind, like I want this nice little cabinet full of wine and, you know, liquors and nope. She's just going right through it. The points to drink it. Do you let it, do you let your beer just kind of like display? Like, how does that work? I have beer in the fridge right now. It's been in there for a little bit. Speaking of, if someone would have let someone come out and hang out last weekend, there would be no beer to All right. just well, sit he there. Was, um, we're not going to get into this. Is it because you're eating? <laughs> Austin's got to edit this part out again. Austin and Cassie came into town last week. It was fun. We saw them. They came down for a wedding, right? And mm-hmm. at Gardner. Mm-hmm. But the day before, we got to see y'all have a few drinks, uh, hang out with a bunch of different friends. I had a good buzz going. And, you know, Austin said he was going to come over maybe. I said, okay, you let me know. I let him know that I was at the gas station. Should I get beer? He said, yeah. And then he didn't come over. We had an early morning. No, we did not. <laughs> we didn't know that until we got there, until we got back home. We did know that. So I, so Cassie takes me home since she's driving and I've been drinking. And I'm like, I want to go to John's, yeah, but she won't take me. That's not true. I said, I can turn around if you want. You're like, no, just keep going. We get home and I go to sleep. And... You know, it takes like an hour and a half, two hours if we, we're probably going to stop to get like some tea or something to get from San Antonio to Garner. So, and that day before, or that same day, my mom had mentioned that you need to get there by 11, even if you have a day pass just to guarantee that you get in. In my mind, I was like, oh, so we have to leave by at least 9, 9.30. They told me we were leaving at 8. So we need to wake up earlier because <laughs> we want to have breakfast and all this stuff, right? I was asking you to come over around 10, 30, 11-ish. Right. And so we get back and I go I go to sleep. And then I wake up like at 7 in the morning. And I go get a drink of water. I take a Claritin. And I'm getting ready to jump in the shower because I was like, well, we got to get going soon. We still need to shower. We need to eat. And then we need to be on the road. And my mom... And she's in the other room and she was already awake. And she's like, why are you awake so early? And I explained, like, I thought we were going to leave. And she's like, no, Cassie said we're not leaving till 10. It was Alice who said that. She's <laughs> like, Cassie said we're not leaving till 10. We don't need to leave right now. And I was like, Cassie, don't listen to Cassie. She doesn't know how long it takes to go from San Antonio to Garner. Like, You were already passed out, so you weren't even there. But we had a conversation where she's like, I don't think we really need to get up that early. And I was like, that's fine. Just let me know what time we're leaving because I have to take, you know, like I said, get ready, take time to make myself look decent so I don't scare people away and whatnot with my <laughs> face. And um, she was like, we can leave at 10. I was like, OK, then if we get up at eight, that should be enough time. So I go back to Cassie and I'm like, well, I'm getting in the shower anyways. I, I I think we're still leaving at eight. Like, I don't know why she's saying 10. She, I'm like, my mom said you said 10. And then Cassie half asleep. And now angry because she thinks we have to get up earlier and leave. She's like, no, she said we're leaving at 10. I was like, well, I don't know who said we're leaving at what time. I was like, I'm just going to take a shower so that I'm ready regardless of when we leave. Long story short, we didn't leave till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. 
so <laughs> he could have gone over but at the time we didn't know that i thought we were gonna have to get up at six and get ready so i was like austin needs rest austin didn't sleep that much the night before he drove literally all day i don't know how many hours you were driving around but you were driving all day then he was drinking so i was like i'm gonna take him home let him rest let him actually get sleep we have to get up early anyways and then while he was asleep we made a decision to change the time when we were leaving of course he didn't know that because he just passed right out so to answer your question yes there's beer sitting in my fridge (laughs) but are you making like a collection of it like you want of wine no is it because you like to just drink it yeah of course okay but but wine tastes better aged you know i wouldn't mind keeping a couple bottles put away for a couple years but jess wants to drink them all before we get a new shipment in. So, yeah, I could have gone over that night. And we got to Garner, and it didn't dawn on me, but spring break was over. It was a Sunday, and there was absolutely no one there at the park. <laughs> they made it sound like we weren't going to have space if we didn't leave early. And I was like, oh, man. Right. And there was So what did y'all do for three hours? We went to the pavilion first, saw a few of my aunts and cousins, Bought some stuff at the gift shop and then drove back to like the day area and, you know, every table was open. We just found a table and had lunch. We brought sandwiches and then that's it. We went back to the pavilion and they got married and we were just hanging out for a bit and then we came home. That was it. And then Alice told us to leave at three in the morning. So (laughs) what? That was another thing, too, because going down from Fort Worth to San Antonio that Saturday, it was, the traffic was very heavy to where it took us like five hours to get to San Antonio, five and a half maybe. And it usually takes us four, four and a half. So it was pretty heavy. And at some point on the highway, we were just parked there on the highway. So coming back, I needed to be at work for sure by 3.30, but I was trying to shoot for one. And so we were debating what time we should leave so that we could make it back in time. And I had said seven. I was like, well, let's just go at seven. And I should, I mean, that should give me more than enough time to at least get there by 3.30 and possibly one. And Cassie had brought up, well, traffic was really bad. What if it's still bad? Let's leave at five. And so then her and my mom started going back and forth. And then at one point my mom was like, oh, you should leave at four. <laughs> She's like, if you really want to beat everything, just leave at three. And I was like, okay, I'll have six. <laughs> so what time did y'all leave? Five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we, we stopped to put gas and get food at Mama Margie's at like 530. Mm. And it still took us like five hours to get home because of traffic or just a lot of cars on the road. Crazy. Well, it was fun last week. I haven't been a Garner in forever. Still look the same? There's no water. Nuh-uh. Really? There was like no water. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see that much water at all. It was a lot of it was dry. Still the same. They've added some new things like signs to the different starts of the trails and little historical things along the way. But everything else is pretty much the same. All right. I guess we'll call it here. End of the episode. Appreciate everybody listening. Make sure to check us out on our social media sites again. You can find us at Third Life Podcast. That's at 3RD Life Podcast. Search for us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all our socials. And be sure to go on Podbean. Look for us there where you can find all our past episodes. 
All right. Thanks for hanging out. We see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.